is the Caps Lock Energy Podcast. He is such a legend for that, in a bad way. And hello, and welcome to the Caps Lock Energy Podcast, hosted by me, Elliot. And we've got a special guest on the microphone today. It's, it's my man, Adam. How you feeling, Adam? Hello, hello, Caps Lockers. That's what I'm assuming you're calling them, right? Is that what you call your fan base? No, 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 we haven't got a name. That's cringe as hell. They don't have a demo. Immediately voting that down. <laughs> wow. I'm sure they're all offended right now hearing this. That you don't you don't wow. have an endearing term for them. <laughs> you come on my part and you <laughs> criticize my lack of a demonym. <laughs> Absolutely, how can you call yourself a man of honor? Jeez. Yeah, I think I think we just completely turned your whole fan base against you, so apologies for that. <laughs> I mean the fan base of the Caps Lock Energy podcast is so numerous. Yay, our legions of fans are so vast that, you know, naming it would just be so pointless. You know what I mean? Oh, it's they're, so... They're a vast ocean. It's so all-encompassing, right? <laughs> it's just an impossible yeah. task. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's everybody and no one at the same time is a fan <laughs> of the Caps Lock Energy podcast. It's just impossible to name and comprehend. Um, Let's hope they don't cancel you for that, then. (laughs) You know what? Come for me. Absolutely come for my ass. (laughs) You know, take a shot of the king, make sure you don't miss. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, Adam, as you can tell, very chill dude. He is a friend of mine since I was a wee lad. I think I've known the man since I was about seven, and I'm 23 now. So, you know, that's like... A long ass time. Yeah, I think it was before seven, actually, because. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on when you consider we were actually friends, but I would have met you. <laughs> I think when I was about okay. five, because that's right. when we moved to the UK. So. <laughs> so some, something in that period, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if I should feel offended by that, but okay. <laughs> Just Yang is like, you know, straight up told me there was a time I knew you, but we weren't friends. Oh, you've told Absolutely. me that before. <laughs> that's true. That's At some bad. point. I don't remember when exactly, but you've, you've definitely said that in the past. <laughs> so, yeah, my man Adam, he's um, uh, joining us from the United States. We're, we're, we're like continuing with our unending streak of United States guests. You are the third in a row, would you believe it? Yeah, um, in a row. That's that's a lot. That's uh, I know, I know. It's right? problematic. That's that's <laughs> that's fetish territory for sure. <laughs> yeah, once it's once it's more than two times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, for whatever reason, uh, you know, I run with a crew of problematic American bachelors. Um, <laughs> that's just my entire friend group. The British representation is lacking. Um, but you know, United Kingdom, that's on you, my dude. Um, you know, just the, the, the population of the United Kingdom just does not desire to be my friend or come <laughs> on my pod. So, you know, that's on them, if anything. Um, they're definitely canceling yeah. you after that one. 
yeah, you know what? I mean, you know, it's the it's the controversy that drives the views. And if we're ever gonna get our views above the lofty heights of seventeen a week, <laughs> then then we've got to generate some some fire burning. So yeah, I'll go on record with that. <laughs> yeah, um, right. no bad controversy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Adam, we're here to talk about an awful lot of things. But how about we get started with um, the story of how we met? Because I think that's kind of interesting. Do you remember exactly how we met? <laughs> I 100% remember how exactly we really? met. Really? What? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it, you know, it was fate. It was destiny. It was serendipity of a sort. You know what I'm saying? Um, this was me back in, you know, my my early days back in my primary school um and you know this was like full on very rural british kind of area and <laughs> as i say i remember the first days that adam comes he's you know an american guy um and as i say the only like non white guy in a very white place i wasn't the um, only one what are, what are you talking <laughs> about there were like a f- there were like what at least 3 or 4 black kids in our class Fair enough. Okay. What my point is, <laughs> he was like an, a very unusual dude in, wow. in like our cohort. Yeah, I mean, it has to be said. And I remember the first day, it was like, you came out and I, I, I there was just like swarms of people wanting to hang out with you. I remember <laughs> this. Like genuinely got to the point where there was like a crowd of people around you. Um, like literally tugging on your arms. I do remember <laughs> that. Yeah, that was probably the peak of my life, peak of my social life, certainly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like you know you, you've watched Love Actually, right? Uh, yeah, years and years and years ago. <laughs> it's like that that scene in Love Actually where you know the British guy goes to America and just you know immediately everybody <laughs> wants him kind of thing yeah in fact in reality that happened in reverse um and then never again um but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah after that first day um it was it took a while like adam said before we became friends um but i remember it was you and this other guy um this other guy connor who we know I remember starting hanging out with with you because I realized y'all really liked um, Star Wars. So I like made it my mission to like know <laughs> what Star Wars was. And I remember Wait, what? this. You didn't know yeah, Star yeah. Wars before then? No. What? No, I I like yeah, and I did a whole section about Star Wars in the last episode. I yeah, I that, literally that, that is news to me. I had no idea. Yeah, I literally learned Star Wars to impress a man. Would you believe it? Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> Because I and I remember this because the first day I asked, I, I like asked to play with it was you and you and Connor and some other guy, and you were like they were like Connor was like, yeah you can play with us but as long as you play Princess Leia <laughs> that was that was, <laughs> that was the time we started hanging out because I like was like yes I'm gonna take this burden well of, you of you did a good Princess job Leia. at that apparently because I had no idea or maybe I just forgot but like I don't think I knew <laughs> that. That was your first exposure to Star Wars. Like that's crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, what can I say? I uh, I just 
from from my very early age, I was just a huge research nerd, and it just yeah, it just became my mission to like learn what Star Wars was about. So and look at us um, now, we both hate it. <laughs> no, I mean, okay, I like hate it and and love it at the same time. Well, I know, I very... yeah, I guess you don't hate it as much as I do, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. You know the like it's it's like I was saying last episode. Most of the all of the prequels are like bad films, but they are bad films. I think about almost every month. I would say, like I like think about the mechanics of them and the story structure of how they work. So like I've got the, I've still got this weird relationship of Star Wars that, in a sense, you gave to me. Oh, I, I apologize for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean. But I mean, with with actors like Hayden Christensen and Man Crush Monday, Adam Driver, how can you resist it as a franchise? You know what I mean? <laughs> Those absolute hunks on screen. You know, it's it's just it's an irresistible combination. I mean, um, if 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 that's all they have going for them. <laughs> but no, no, I don't. I don't hate hate Star Wars. You know, my relationship yeah. with it is kind of complex. We'll leave it at oh, that. Get into it. Let's get into it. Should well, we? Because you've talked you, about yeah. Star Wars on this podcast like at least three episodes in a <laughs> row now. <laughs> like, and I will tell this to every guest who comes in and everybody who listens. Nobody listens to this podcast. <laughs> we can kind of do what we want, man. You know? Yeah, I guess if, so. If you, you might stop listening, you know, it's not going to stop me from doing it. You, you might know? just... I mean, maybe you just embrace it. Maybe you just have a podcast section to kick off every episode. Because that's that's the way it's going, basically, so far. <laughs> yeah. Just an opening section. It's like, what do I feel about Star Wars today? Yeah. <laughs> Honest, honestly, I'm, I'm going to write that down. That's not a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> sure. Um, so, anyway, we kind of beca- became friends after that. We knew each other a lot, uh through primary school and as i say i was princess leia many a time we did we were big fans i think of sonic the hedgehog for a while or at least i was <laughs> um we we had a shared love of playstation 2 games so we would always be going out we we'd play star wars battlefront incessantly man as I that was the game it. that was the yeah. game that was the game man i mean i mean i like the modern ones still so you know and there's arguments to be made um and yeah, you know, I'd go over to his place, um, and uh, yeah, we'd have so many classic PlayStation 2 games. We, we were just talking about this off-air, actually. There was um, this PlayStation game that, that Adam used to play so much that I was so confused about. <laughs> it, you know, it was like this car game that you also, like, built a city in. Yeah, it was called uh, Road Trip Adventure. Yeah. It was Japanese, which... You could probably guess just based on the premise. Um, and it was like a car RPG is the best way of describing it. <laughs> but it was, yeah. I mean, I guess fundamentally it was a kid's game, but yeah. it had all the classic RPG elements, just like any other RPG. Um, and it was a great game, honestly. Yeah, I want to go back and play it <laughs> again. Yeah, I believe it or not. Um, we moved house not too long ago and it was like just about three months ago I gave away my PlayStation 2. It was real sad. Oh, you g- Wait, you stuff. gave it away? Dude, you should have given it to me. I've wanted another PlayStation 2. I've been looking on eBay to try and find one. 
Oh shit! Sorry, Baba. <laughs> man, oh man, wow. Yeah, I give it away with with the the games I have kept all this time. The the Spider Man Two game, uh, Battlefront Two, and I think I kept Sonic Heroes because that is an objectively bad game that I used to love when I was a kid. Um, you kept it with no way to play it. What's that? You kept the game, but you gave away the console. No, no, I gave away the games as well. Oh, oh, oh okay, I see. But I, I was just like, it, it, you know, I'd hardly played it in the, the past two years, but it was just, you know, memories, man. You know? Yeah. No, but legitimately, I've been wanting to get a PlayStation 2. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was a solid console, right? It like, was, it had, dude, it's probably still the best console, let's be real. What, what beat it? I mean, as far as, like, you know, the iterative technology it gained over the PS1, like, enabling you to do, you know, uh... Th- you know reasonably good 3d i mean you think about yeah. like the games that came out in that era like um the sort of the good resident evil games came out then you know yeah and like they weren't stunning graphical games but if you think about like the generation of what was possible before it you know it's it's a crazy leap um but just the library yeah. too i mean yeah so many classic games that yeah. were started on that console and have continued on as a franchise from then yeah um, i mean yeah. you know like ratchet and clank you know so many oh what a what a great game so yeah um we played a lot of that that was that was basically the foundation of our friendship for a long ass time and you um, just mentioned didn't you just mention in the last episode you're talking about the star wars um the episode three game the top down like yeah. hack and slash game and that was a great star wars game yeah, yeah, I remember. I, 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 I think I sold that to you at a certain point. Yeah, maybe, and, uh, maybe. Because I, I had familiar. that, and yeah, I remember. I, yeah, I gave it to you for I think twenty quid, and uh, wow, yeah, it was a great game. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. ripped me off. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, and b- believe me, this was this would have been like two thousand and eight. So that's two thousand and eight levels of 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 you know. You could get most games for about 20 quid back then, as I remember it. Yeah. That was, like, the baseline. Good um, old days. <laughs> but, yeah, so we continued doing that. Um, and eventually, um, his mum got a new a new job, so he moved away uh, sort of towards the end of, of primary school when I was about 11. Big rip. Um, and... Uh, yeah, after the after that, pretty much exclusively up till now, we've been like long distance friends, um, and <laughs> which uh, uh, basically, you know, it's involved a lot of memes over the years. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's the more or less the the foundation of our current era of friendship. <laughs> yes, the current era. Absolutely, when the history books review, you know, the story of Elliot and, and Adam, that, that'll that be it. It'll just be a lot of very strange memes, <laughs> to be sure. But yeah, I, you know, I remember when I was going through high school, we used to talk a lot. We both used to be, I mean, I don't know, we, we were both not very lucky with women at the time. I, I like, I was kind of a loner. Although you, you, you told me not too long ago that, that you like, you feel like you peaked in high school, right? Well, uh, not not socially, but in other ways, maybe. <laughs> in terms of like in overall life ways? happiness, perhaps. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, as I say, that was definitely not me. Like, definitely, as far as my high school days go, like, it, it, it like, I feel happier every day the further away I am from those days, you know what I mean? Damn. <laughs> like, yeah. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it wasn't all bad. There, there was a lot of fun to it, but I, I, like, I think, you know, high school just has, has a way of, like, I don't know, you know, you're confused, you've got all these new emotions, it just is, like, so many ways that it just encourages people to kind of be the worst, you know what I mean? It's just a weird environment, I think. I mean, I don't know, I, I had a good time in high school overall, I think. Yeah. It was, uh, well, you know, I went to a private school, uh, yeah. ninth and 10th grade, freshman, sophomore year here, and... Yeah just based on like how we've talked about it before it sounds mm. like we were in completely different environments completely different yeah. like kinds of people we were with and hanging How's out with. How's that? Well I had a, I mean I had a like pretty solid friend group those years. I got a lot of friends both those years actually and yeah. I don't know if it was just like because you know the, the trope the high school trope in all movies all tv shows all everything is that there's the cliques of the jocks, the yeah. nerds, the band kids, whoever else. <laughs> right. And obviously that does exist to uh, some extent everywhere. But my freshman and sophomore year specifically, those cliques were like kind of irrelevant. They didn't really matter that much. Like I was yeah. friends with jocks and nerds and band kids and theater kids and other random people and even in friend groups with all those people like mixed together and it wasn't really a big thing that you know we had any distinction between us really um you know everyone just got along honestly that's how i felt at least in ninth and tenth grade later on maybe more so it was different but yeah i mean i I always just feel it, it it just blows my mind when you just sort of describe high school as like a place of you know, love and shared understanding. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like that Simpsons meme. You know, it's like imagining that that you know. Oh, but yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I tell people when they want to understand me. There's this, there's this film, uh, Me Earl and the Dying Girl, which is uh, incredible. Um, but I think incredible also because of the fact that it's like so accurate to like me and how i thought of the world at the time like that film is all about this guy who like is kind of really terrified of like connecting with a lot of people on a deep level and so like kind of tries to be on like decent good terms with like a lot of groups while belonging to none of them mm -hmm. you know what i mean and that was like always kind of my experience like my parents like split up like right as I was like entering puberty, so like I'm like convinced that just like messed up my whole sense of like how to interact with society. You know what I mean? Like it was a decent long time before I was just a straight up like normal kid. It took me a while. It, it was genuinely like I'd go to high school and I'd just feel like I was interacting with an alien planet most of the time. You know what I mean? Oh wow. Yeah, but you know, Jeez. also like based on how we've talked about it before, you still have a yeah. lot of friends from college, right? I mean, you still—that's wouldn't you say that's probably where most of your friends are from now? It's from college times. Um, 
That's what it seems like totally. to me, anyway, based on how we've talked. Yeah, about it. it's hard. It's hard to evaluate. To to be honest, I have a friendship group that sort of, you know, comes and goes. Like the the thing about me is like, I just have just very intense relationships where it's like we're like the most close, and then we just don't talk anymore. Like I don't really do those kind of middle of the road relationships where it's like we don't really talk for like two months but we're like super close at the end of it you know what i mean i just don't i just can't do that Mm -hmm. um which is why it's why it's kind of anomalous that we've stayed friends for so long right yeah because i mean we we have gone through periods like that sometimes yeah 100 percent. yeah um it's yeah (laughs) it's a weird thing but i mean as i say i remember you know because, yeah, there was, like, a few years before, you know, after you left and when I was in high school, you know, there was, like, a period between when we were talking. And then we sort of, I think we became a bit closer when I was, like, around 15, 16-ish anyway. Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah. Well, we're basically and the same yeah, age, you... so, yeah. Right, well, yeah, yeah, we're the same age, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, because I remember being really fascinated by your, like, robotic stuff. Because you did a, bit, a bunch of robotic stuff. Back yeah, then, that right? was that was that period, yeah, and, well, like, later in high school, yeah. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say was, like, you know, compared to me, that I, I was saying, like, your, your friends are more so from your university days, certainly compared yeah. to mine. Because I am way more in touch with my friend group from high school than from college like i don't really talk to anyone (laughs) that i knew in college like honestly like pretty much all of my friends like from before the recent period of my life are from back in high school and we're still friends now well yeah i I mean it's so it's it's kind of weird i you know like i say when i was i've talked a little bit about this on the episode we did about teenage cringe stories I wasn't a very good person when I was about 17, 18. I had a lot of really weird notions um, about people. And it's interesting. There's this film, Booksmart, that I think really encapsulates this very well. Because the film Booksmart is about these two girls who are, like, you know, top of their class. And they just kind of think that they're, like, you know, better than everybody. And it's, like, that because they, like, did did school stuff and did the smart stuff Mm -hmm. that they're like on a different level to to other people. And then right as school ends, they find out, uh, you know, uh, like some guy who they thought was just like lazing off in class is also going to Yale or something like that. Mm. And it's like, it's to cut a long story short, a movie kind of about how the way at high school, you know, you feel kind of isolated and in a bubble in a sense and you kind of look down on a lot of people. I mean, I certainly did. But then, you know, when you get a space to sort of, you know, have a bit of space from that, you realize all of these people had, like, really complex lives. And, you know, they were going through exactly the same stuff that I was going through. And I judged a lot of people really unfairly back then, you know? Um, and, yeah, to your point, like, because of that, you know, I... <sighs> I I left secondary school thinking, you know, I don't really want to keep in touch with anybody and I don't think anybody wants to keep in touch with me. Mm-hmm. But I, I like think back on the people I talk to most days and the people I would really consider like 
day one friends and a lot of those people are from high school which is the weird thing about how that how that all turns out normally you know yeah it was it was unexpected for me too like i knew i would keep in touch with people i did robotics with just because like we had to be close friends because we spent so much time together you know it was like for some periods of the year it was like every single day we'd be spending hours and hours together um so i knew with them yeah i'd definitely be friends with them and we are but even before then um yeah just friend groups i had in high school outside of robotics are still the ones i keep in touch with more so than anyone i've met since high school or in college or whatever which yeah yeah, it's unexpected wouldn't have thought that would be the case yeah i mean life works in in strange ways like the kind of folks you you know who end up sticking around you know like i say i mean i i you know when i talk about you to a lot of my friends like you know even though we've known each other for a long time like i would say in a lot of ways we're like quite different people but like you know the fact that you know you as a friend and you know our friendship you know it's remained so long like that's a real special thing that it's like incredibly rare you know what i mean yeah because yeah you're right i think we have grown into being quite different people yeah um different personalities <laughs> but you know here we are on a podcast together spilling our guts out <laughs> you know what this is public therapy in front <laughs> of like 13 people wow <laughs> Um, on that note, we're going to take a little bit of a break, uh, but we'll be back with some more fun stories after this. Woo. And we're back. How was that break for you, Adam? That was a great six minutes and 23 seconds of getting water. I literally counted it. I told him. He took a long-ass time to get that drink of water. And you know what? I came back from, like, grabbing something and Audacity had popped up. How to get help. (laughs) So Yeah, yeah, literally. It was, like, coming up with tutorials that I should get. But it was, like, how to get help. So Audacity wasn't, like, trying to find you psychological (laughs) help or something like that. And you know what, what? that was my first thought. That was my first thought for sure. (laughs) Definitely made me reevaluate some things about this podcast, if even Audacity is like, maybe slow your old kid. Yeah, whatever like Chinese AI spyware is running in there, just listening to the conversation (laughs) and understanding that we need to talk to someone apparently. (laughs) Seek professional assistance. (laughs) It's damaging to your sanity at this point. Well, I am so glad it was a great break for you. Um, So, (laughs) I'm continuously worried about Adam's microphone. It's it's very odd. Like, I I hope dearly that Editor Elliot has made this microphone sound okay. But on my end, every so often it kind of goes like that. It kind of sounds like Adam's permanently hanging out in Yakutsk. Actually, I'm just um, farting into it directly every time. <laughs> That's what you're hearing. Wow. The disrespect. <laughs> we do kind of love it. I mean, if nothing else, that is Caps Lock Energy, to be fair. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe Caps Lock Energy doesn't agree with me totally, you know. Got got a little bit of indigestion going, so, you know. You... A bit too much spice. Yeah, a bit exactly. too much spice. <laughs> so, 
we're going to continue on with the story of Adam, Adam and I's friendship for all you eager listeners. Now, we've talked a little bit about our experience of high school and how we sort of kept talking around that time. Um, and now we move on to when, round about when we finish high school. So when I'm about 18. And um, this is when we're like both heading off to university. Um, and it, it, a thing to know about me is I'm like, if I'm being held back from doing something, it makes me very anxious. I, I would say like, as far as like summers of existential angst that I've had, that's that one definitely ranks among the top. Wow. The sort of 18 to 19, like, when can I start doing university <laughs> kind of existential angst. And if that doesn't prove I'm a massive nerd, I don't know what does. Um, but during that time, mum and I and Adam and his mum decided we would go to Georgia and we would do a three-stop tour. We'd spend some time in Atlanta yeah. and in Savannah and in Brunswick. Well, we were here. And it was a great Y'all time. Y'all came over. Yeah. <laughs> to be clear. Yeah. You didn't go anywhere, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, though, I think we technically went over the Florida border very briefly. We were like... No, we were no, we Savannah. went. We didn't go to Florida. We went into South Carolina from Savannah. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I seem to remember we went very briefly over the border because um, your mum wanted to show us the bridge. And we went over the bridge, and then we saw a, a billboard for, like... Fireworks. It, no, I, I seem to remember it was, like, gun-related. It was, like, a, like a gun-related birthday party service or something like that. Gun-related birthday it was, party. It was so weird, and we were just like, let's turn around. Let's turn around. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I do remember we were talking about it. Something to do with fireworks, because, yeah. like, the laws in Georgia about fireworks are still kind of weird, so... People will cross the state line to get better fireworks. It used to be worse. You used to not be able to get really anything, any kind of fireworks here. And they've gotten relaxed on that since yeah. a few I years mean, ago. But, yeah. So people will, like, I'm sure, you know, they get a ton of traffic of people coming from the city, coming from Savannah, going into South Carolina to buy fireworks. <laughs> I mean, I remember this very strongly. And, you know, for those that you are listening, bear in mind, this was before I was cool. Um, (laughs) i remember very strongly we went to a friend's house and you know adam and his friend and i was just watching they spent an evening genuinely just all evening they were just blowing up various fireworks oh yeah yeah that was was a good time yeah i forgot about (laughs) that i enjoyed the hang but i had no idea what was fun about that you didn't understand the appeal of blowing shit up with fireworks come on elliot this was before I was cool. Don't lie to me. So <laughs> I was just out here being very confused by Adam's taste in rap music. And again, this is coming from a guy <laughs> whose main musical taste was the Beatles and Turkish folk music. Um, I <laughs> I had no idea I was being confused. judged like this to that level at the time. <laughs> I was oblivious to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah here, here was me. Um, like I say, I, I was, I, I th- thought Adam was this complete daredevil at the time. Like, you know, he could drive and like, we went and saw this, we went to see this film and I wanted to arrive half an hour early because again, before <laughs> I was cool and Adam was like, it's okay if we arrive maybe on time. And I was just like tearing my hair <laughs> out in this mall. I think um, you underestimated the, the trailer runs that we have here. This is true. This is true. And we, we ended up seeing The Big Sick, which is a 
a great film that I referenced on another episode of this podcast. It's a sick film. Y'all should see it. But that, yeah, I saw it the first time with Adam on that trip. That was the first time um, you saw it. That was the first time I saw the big sick. Oh, yeah, wow, we, I didn't we, realize that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. It was it was a big deal for me, and I, I've watched that film maybe seven times now. It, it's like one of my favorite films. It's great. For the record, so you did I did not particularly movie. enjoy that movie. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've told you this. Absolutely controversy on the part. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess it was it was a good story. I guess the story was compelling, and mm. you definitely you know you definitely did root for the guy or whatever his name was. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> sure. But the wife... It was Kumail Nanjiani playing himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, was he, like, yeah. was his character Kumail Nanjiani, or did he have a different name? Yeah, yeah, because it's based on how he met his, his real-life wife. Okay, well, yeah, sure. So, I yeah. mean, it was a compelling story, and you could yeah. root for him, for sure, and, you know, yeah. you're glad for him that it worked out in the end. If It was a feel-good story, ultimately. <laughs> sure. But the wife, I couldn't stand her. She was awful. I just hated her character. <laughs> I mean, I guess by extension, <laughs> I hated her in real life, too, but if that's actually how she wow. was. Wow. <laughs> Zoe Kazan, you're coming for us. I mean, I don't know her. I don't know anything about her, so. But, like, in the, in the movie. It sounds like you do. It sounds like you've got beef. Well, I only know about how she was portrayed in the movie, so that's all I can say. But I did not like her character. I mean. Well. 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 I don't know. Maybe she was I, a good character, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it was just. I didn't like how she acted, basically. Not how she acted, but like... <laughs> God, I'm confusing everyone, probably. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't... So, I didn't like the the action she took in the movie, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we spent some time in Atlanta where we watched that film, and Adam witnessed a piece of cinematic, uh, c- cinematic masterpiece and didn't enjoy it, apparently. <laughs> much to my chagrin. Um... We were in Savannah for a little bit, and I really liked Savannah. We stayed in this sort of slightly old-timey house, and we spent a long time just walking around. Um, I remember this this time, uh, like, our parents dropped us off, and we stayed in the center for only, like, about an hour. We, like, we saw this, like, weird soda shop, and I got this soda (laughs) called Stalinade, which was just Cherryade that had Stalin on the front. And then we walked back for like four miles, yeah. Um, yeah, just to go and watch some American Netflix, which I remember as being a really great day. I thought that was dope. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a. I remember that soda shop. That was that was a fun time, and I think that's when we also got you a Wendy's Frosty for the first time. Yeah, yeah, I went to Wendy's. Yeah, yeah, I remember that too. Uh, I do like a bit of Wendy. When whenever I've been in Utah, I've gone to gone to Wendy's and had a bit of Frosty. They're yeah. very nice. Yeah, I would hazard to say I, I'm a little bit partial to the McDonald's McFlurry that they have over here. I think it's slightly really? better. But you know, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, they, so. they have over there. Is the is the UK McFlurry different from the American McFlurry? You know, I'm, now you say that, I'm not so sure. I was always under the impression it was a uniquely UK thing. But I mean, we do I'm have McFlurries, wrong but in that. they could be different just because of the ingredients or whatever. Yeah. Well, anyway, ours are, ours are particularly good, I think. So, um, yeah. <laughs> the other the other thing I I really remember from that trip was we went to um, this swamp. We went to this swamp called the Okefenokee Swamp. And 
It was so funny. It was this. It was this particular swamp where they filmed a bunch of movies, and so it was kind of famous. Uh, but we'd gone on there. At maybe it's most humid. It was this grey day, and it was so humid <laughs> in there. Um, and it was so funny. We had this tour guide, um, you know, because you kind of got driven around on tracks, and then you had a, a boat tour. But the guy who was driving us around on tracks was this completely like. Oh, I fight you know um uh the the main character's brother in um uh, a star is born you know the guy who recently said he hated power of the dog no the guy who has like okay <laughs> he has like this incredible incredibly like grainy southern drawl and the, the the guy who was giving our tour it was just so hard he was like on this little microphone it was so hard to make out <laughs> he was just like in the state of Georgia. <laughs> that was fantastic. It was, it, you could you could make out nothing he said, but the words in the state of Georgia. <laughs> See, I don't which I don't remember it maybe. being that bad, but maybe I'm just too used to it. I don't know. Mum and I, we were like absolutely like in tears in the back of this train because <laughs> we could understand none of it and it was just yeah he would just meant he would say the phrase in the state of georgia maybe once every three sentences yeah but it was just so funny <laughs> it's like it just seemed like his voice was like his voice box was being actively grated by a cheese grater <laughs> as he was speaking that that was what i would say his cadence was like um that's what the diet but down yeah. here does to you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, all that fucking okra, I guess. No, no, it's the corrosively <laughs> sugary sweet tea. It just, like, erodes your That's esophagus. True. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was definitely corrupted by the uniquely American institution of free refills. Like, I almost certainly drank my body weight in Sprite. While I was in Georgia, a hundred percent. I remember that. Yeah, you were drinking a lot of Sprite. <laughs> I was getting kind of yeah. concerned. Then <laughs> you should have been, man. Um, yeah, because you you don't we don't really get free refills in the UK. You just kind of order your drink, and that's what you get. If you want to order another drink, you've got to pay for it another time. Yeah. Whereas in America, you would just you would just keep getting it, and it like it just means I just I just keep drinking in America without realizing it because like mentally i have this thing about like i don't i don't like uh an unfinished drink ever so like i i just i i just always need to pee when i'm in America <laughs> just because of that it's a very weird situation to be sure yeah but i mean that wasn't the first time you've been to the u.s so you've experienced no. the, the free refills phenomenon of decadence before no but that was like the first time in a long time i'd been yeah. like i think you know, the previous two times when I'd gone skiing in Colorado when I was a kid. So, mm. you know... Oh, well, yeah, and also you hadn't been to the deep south in the middle of summer before, so yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, which, <laughs> tell you what, that, that's... <laughs> for when I record these episodes, I have to turn off my fan. My, my room is beginning to feel like the deep south in summer. <laughs> I tell you, it's so humid in here. Anyway, um, yeah, that was a great trip, man. I, I thought it was so funny. Um, you know, I, I liked it a lot. It definitely was like, 
you definitely realize like how how much is is like culturally different over there like billboards mm-hmm. man billboards are so much a thing in the US and you just never see them in the UK yeah I I am like always existentially disturbed when I see a billboard. As a result, well, as you should be, because billboards are horrible. <laughs> I mean, you should be disturbed. You know, every American is just numb yeah. to them, basically, unless you live in Vermont. But uh, yeah, <laughs> what makes Vermonters so special? Uh, they don't have billboards. I'm pretty sure it's Vermont. Oh, they don't yeah. have billboards. Um, there might be a couple other states too, but Vermont's I'm pretty sure is one of them where they've outlawed billboards by the side of the road, at least in the traditional yeah. sense. So yeah, <laughs> and good it, for them. When I was doing. Yeah, when I was doing research for, for Utah for my dissertation, because I did my dissertation on Utah, Utah politics, um, I found out that one of the reasons Utah has so many billboards per, per capita is that the headquarters of, like, I forget what it's called, but it's basically the National Lobbying Association for Big Billboard <laughs> is headquartered in Salt Lake City. Weird. Um, Why, are yeah, Why aren't they in Washington? Tell me about it, but it's a lobby with like a, an incredible amount of power. Apparently, uh, is big billboard. Who knew, right? Big billboard, man! Wow, <laughs> holding us down, keeping us. Yeah. Subjugated. So, <laughs> um, so I we went on that trip together, and then a couple years later, once I no, it wasn't. It was like one year later. It wasn't even that long after. Um, in my first year of university, I was like obsessed with this band called um, called Haim, and they were doing. They had announced this US tour, and I was like, "Oh, it sucks. They haven't announced any UK dates." But it's like I know this friend of mine in in America, so I can just I can just go to Atlanta and, and do that. What was funny is they released a European schedule not two weeks after I'd booked the tickets. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I was just, like, you know, back in that first year of university with all those government grants, I had a lot more money than I had since. So I was just like, yeah, let's go to America. Um, But, yeah, that was a cool trip, too. But what I hadn't realized was, you know, Adam was really chill about me staying there. But he'd, like, mentioned it was, like, um, finals week. And Oh, yeah. At at, at where, where I was was like su like it was a super chill university and it was like finals would be i don't know maybe three or four tests in over maybe the the period of about a month basically so you had like a lot of time to just chill but like when i came adam was like so crammed right yeah i mean yeah i had yeah the finals going on i was spending a lot of time studying so yeah. there was a lot going on that meant i couldn't give you the attention that you were perhaps expecting yeah and and i mean yeah you had the the, new girlfriend at the time and you were spending a lot of time with her but it was just very funny i ended up because it wasn't possible for me to sleep in his dorm room i ended up sleeping in (laughs) you had a friend and it was yeah it was his friend's friend basically (laughs) and it was like basically he only had one key and it was like a literal key and it was like basically i had the choice of whether i wanted to stay in all day or be out all day and figure out something to do so like for a whole five days i was just wandering around the campus and just chilling out at the bagel place (laughs) for like a whole day until i could get back inside yeah that was Um, awkward 
yeah and then uh, and then yeah we had this whole administrative process with the with the hotel it was crazy I, i'd like booked this hotel and um you know i'd booked it online and it was no problem but when adam and his girlfriend at the time were taking me there um we realized that i was i was like 18 at the time 18 19 something like that yeah something like that yeah. and um uh you couldn't book in unless you were 21 and so i had to like we were in a traffic jam outside atlanta and i was calling this um this support center for uh hilton in hyderabad india and i was just in this like sweltering hot traffic jam uh just trying to explain to this woman um and yeah in any case it was a whole situation because you couldn't get to the hotel to the concert venue by foot and so i was like this is going to be a whole situation because it was like it was going to be really hard to get a taxi because they were all booked so i ended up making friends with these two girls who went to the concert because they were like super obsessed with princess diana and so they like <laughs> you really played the were, british yeah. card used your british I privilege did absolutely you know what we only get a limited amount of those and i i definitely played that card and you know looking back i should have maybe been a bit more reticent about going home with two strangers um but they were like yeah we've we've got a hotel just nearby you can stay with us and it turned out it was that very same hotel that i couldn't book in and i ended up staying with them at that hotel and we got pizza and watched SNL reruns. It was a dope-ass time and a dope-ass concert. That was really funny. You um, see, if you hadn't had that difficulty, yeah. you know, it worked out. You <laughs> met some cool people. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we, we even talk sometimes today. But it's just very funny. I mean, like, I don't think I would ever be comfortable doing that today. And so, yeah, in a sense, it was because I was very stupid and naive back when I was 19. <laughs> I definitely could have died that night, but thankfully I did not. I don't know why. So, yeah, it is like a weird American thing, I think, about the... the. Yeah. I mean, it's not a law, but it's like a policy that a lot of the hotels have about checking in under the age of 21 or whatever, I think it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I guess it's because of alcohol in the minibar, maybe? I don't know. Maybe that has something to do with yeah. it. But uh, yeah, it I've is... had that same problem, too. I had that problem, actually, yeah. before this trip happened. Uh-huh. Um, okay. in the fall, I guess it was like October, probably, um, of mm-hmm. the year before that, freshman year of mm-hmm. college, um, mm-hmm. me and that girlfriend, we took a trip to Jacksonville, Florida, and we had the same problem. She couldn't... Oh, I remember you told me about this. Yeah, time, yeah, she yeah. couldn't get us into the room because we were both 18 at the time, and yeah. I didn't, we had no idea that was like a thing. So I don't know why we let you do that. We should have realized that like we had just had the same problem and it was going to happen to you as well. So I don't know what that was about, but hey, it worked out in the end, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's how it goes. Um, but yeah, on that note, we're going to take a little bit of a break because unfortunately we've reached the time for our last section. Wow. Cue sounds of sadness and despair from the audience. I, I can hear it. They're, they're wailing. Yeah. It's awful to listen to. Turn it off. (laughs) We're going to take a break, but we'll be right back.
And we're back in our last section. Everyone can calm down now. The crying <laughs> can cease. Please, no more wailing. I was listening to it the entire time we were on break. It's giving me a headache. <laughs> Ellie, you, need to do, exactly. you need to do something about your audience, man. They're out of control. <laughs> My friend Adam's actually an empath. <laughs> He's been hiding <laughs> he feels your suffering like it's his own. Um, so, as always... We're going to do the section that is much beloved. What's got you, Caps Locked In, this week? Yeah, well, talking about our various hijinks and adventures that we've been on in our uh, travels together <laughs> uh, yeah. segues us nicely into what I'm Caps Locked about, which is my upcoming trip to Europe next month. Um, I'm going to be uh, kind of all over the place for mm. almost a whole month. Um, almost the whole month of June. Um, yeah. I'm going to be going to Stockholm. Uh, well, Stockholm, then London, then Amsterdam, then back to London, and then presumably various places within the UK. And yeah. we'll probably meet up at least a couple times during yeah. that time, so that'll be great. Definitely. Yeah. And this is the first trip, I really, I've gone anywhere since the pandemic. So I haven't really traveled in like two years. So yeah, I've been looking. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Well, I went to Chicago like last year, but that doesn't really count because I've been to Chicago before. So yeah, I haven't been anywhere internationally <laughs> since the pandemic started. So this is big for me. I've been desperately needing this. I mean, I remember when you went to Chicago because you went to a baseball game instead of a basketball game. And I felt very betrayed. No, I didn't go to a baseball game. Yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't it the finals of something? Nah. What? This last time I went to Chicago? No, I didn't go to a baseball game. You're thinking of someone else. Oh, okay. <laughs> I d I just remember you didn't go to a basketball game, and I said that the 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 Bulls are playing, and you didn't go, and I was very sad about that. Were they? But Were they actually? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I I yeah, had no um... idea. <laughs> it's all good. Um. But yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm excited for you, man. Uh, as I say, like, he he's going to all these places, mostly to just follow bands, which is like a level of like aesthetic dedication that, you know, I can only admire, to be honest. I don't think I'm ever that dedicated to tunes, to be honest. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's crazy right now because, you know, like everyone's on tour because they haven't been able to tour for two years. So it's all yeah. coinciding, like, all this summer, which makes it kind of crazy. Um, so, yeah. you know, I just got to seize the opportunity, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's unfortunate, because I, I wanted to go with him to a couple of those places. Uh, but then um, an opportunity came up where, like, a friend of my mum's was, like, uh, renting this whole villa to us basically for free in Croatia. And we just like couldn't pass that up, so a lot of that time I'm going to be in Croatia, Total which I'm pretty caps locked in about. I know, yeah. I've I've already signed up to do kayaking. <laughs> like it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a pretty happening time. Um, you can bet your ass I'll be wearing the caps lock energy pod hat when I'm out there doing some international promo. Man, we were supposed to take um, over Stockholm. What happened, dude? <laughs> I mean. It, it is my fervent hope that we'll be friends for a long time. I mean, we, we send each other memes like four times a day, so we basically talk all the time. <laughs> so I think we'll, it's probably safe that we'll probably have another holiday. Okay. I'll um, hold you to that. that we're going <laughs> to do Stockholm some other time then. 
that would be sick. I would totally be down for that. Um, but what's got me caps locked in today, actually, is something a little bit smaller. I got this new electric bike today, which I am so excited to, to, to try out. Like, I live um, in a city that is, like, so good for uh, biking. It is amazing for cycling. And um, my bike got nicked in, in January, so I haven't had a bike since then. Um, but, yeah, now I have a bike, and I am, like, so hyped for it. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was it was a really sad because yeah because my bike got nicked two days after i got fired too so it was like it was rough man um but yeah now i've got this really sick new bike which i'm like really excited to to try out um, skirt skirt and yeah all over milton keynes absolutely all those the town of absolute dreams. lovely underpasses <laughs> exactly exactly you know, don't knock them. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> I can't wait um, to like see how it is now because I haven't been there in like ten years or whatever. This is this is true. Though you did you did come for like randomly, like a couple of years ago, in, and we went to like Five Guys. Yeah, that was uh, summer of twenty seventeen, I guess. Yeah, because we saw we saw we saw Wonder Woman when it came out, and yeah. we both thought it was kind of mediocre. Yeah. And then we went to Nando's, and we both thought that was kind of mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> not five guys though. five guys I, is always a reliable hit of course five guys is the absolute og um but on that note speaking of absolute ogs thank you so much adam for coming on the pod today um and as a reward for your faithful service you get to listen to me doing some plugs nice 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 that's all i came here for ultimately <laughs> so i've got to finally got to the good part yeah you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Elwald in Elysium. Um, that is E-L-W-O-L-D-I-N-E-L-Y-S-I-U-M. I feel like I'm in a spelling bee. Um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Caps Lock Energy. Uh, and you can follow us on Instagram at Caps Lock Energy Pod. Don't ask me why they're different. It was a complicated process. We're still banned on, on Reddit, but you can find us on LinkedIn, wow. even though you shouldn't. <laughs> Have you got any plugs to make, Adam? Or are you just going to be an anonymous caller? I, I've already uh, incriminated myself a little bit too much, I think, so I think I should stay anonymous for this one. <laughs> though, um, and let me know if you don't want me to include this, um, uh, and my man Adam has a really great art page called At World Torn, which you should have a look. Sure. It's very sick. I'll let you plug that. Um, yeah, it's World Torn, W-0-R-L-D-T-O-R-N. Yeah, it's 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 very out there, avant-garde, visually, you know, overwhelming. I think it's pretty sick. Uh, but yeah, Adam runs that on Instagram. Um, and with that, we have to say goodbye, Arrivederci. Guten Tag to all our fair listeners. We hope you have a good week. Goodbye, Caps Lockers. He is such a legend for that, in a bad way. <laughs>